Welcome to another episode of the Jones Underground Podcast. I'm your host, Mr. Jones, and with my lovely wife. Hey, guys. Shell here. How's everyone doing? We missed you guys. It's been a minute, but uh, <laughs> it has. Why are you laughing at me? I'm laughing because it's been a week. But <laughs> It has, been, but it's been a minute. You know, sometimes a week is just too long. So, anyway... <laughs> Um, we are glad to be here with another episode for you guys. Uh, we are summing up our topic, uh, toxic relationships, but tonight what we're going to cover is how to heal from those toxic relationships. And is it possible? Do you ever actually heal from toxic relationships? I know we got a lot of viewpoints on it. We'll try not to be too long. Um, but this will sum up this topic and we hope, I hope, you know, that you all that have been tuning in and listening have gained something from, you know, what we've talked about. Um, this is something that touches so many different people and not just in like, uh, sexual relationships, but you know, our marital relationships, but it touches friendships as well, you know? Um, so did you want to get started or... Well, I know a lot of us have been in toxic relationships. A lot of us have survived toxic relationships. There are a lot of people that have testimonies that, you know, we're grateful to look like, not look like what we've been through. Yeah. Um, the thing about that is a lot of times the issues that you had in your last relationship can sometimes carry over to the new relationship when you start liking on someone, when you decide to give love the next chance and sometimes we have to get to that point where we tone a lot of that down where we have to just take our time sometimes we have to communicate what happened and why we're still kind of struggling with the post-traumatic stress from the previous relationship where maybe someone stepped out on you maybe someone was verbally or physically abusive and so it takes a while for someone to get used to that. Right. So um, I want to go ahead and start off with, you know, I um, typically after you're in a relationship, you know, you've got, you've got a lot of people around you telling you, you probably got friends telling you, oh, girl, you just need to get out and go, you know, party, have a good time. Fellas be like, man, you just need to get another, you know, you need to talk to somebody else. You know, there's always these solutions, okay? And I'll call them false solutions because they're not really, uh, in, in most cases, they're not really uh, solutions that aid the situation. They only make it worse in some, in some cases. Um, so one thing that we, I have a list of 13 different things that you can do after uh, a toxic relationship. Um, the first thing that I want to talk about is feeling your emotions. So the thing is, is a lot of times when you're in relationships and when you're dealing with somebody that may be uh, toxic for you or maybe doing certain things, abusive, whatever it may be, um, you don't, a lot of times you don't have the opportunity to express how you feel. You're just always bombarded with what they're doing wrong that you don't really get the opportunity to express how you feel. So when you finally get out of the relationship, 
you're a ball of confusion and mixed feelings because you're still hurt about the breakup or the situation and then you're also hurt about you know your yourself that you allowed yourself to be there that you stayed so long that you trusted someone that you believed the lie or that they were really in love with you and you know there's so many different things so the first step is literally taking the time to actually feel the emotions that you feel it's okay if you're angry it is okay to be angry if you're uh you know wanna if you initially want to just be alone it's okay to say you want to be alone i think that a lot of times you we have what we call enablers around us that are telling us like oh girl you need to stop feeling like that no you know it's okay to feel the way you feel and sometimes not it not allowing yourself to feel that only sets you up for a bad situation because you're not allowing yourself to fully feel you know that that pain that hurt that that shame that disappointment or you know um embarrassment whatever it is what do you think well i say if you feel a certain way you feel that way for a reason there are certain times you have trust issues where it's hard for you to learn how to trust your own self when it comes to how you feel but if you're feelings, if you're upset, if you're mad, you not only, especially when you're coming out of a relationship, you have to find a way to release that. Maybe you need to go to therapy. Maybe you need to, you know, talk with someone about what happened. Maybe you need to, you know, take up a hobby or, or something like that. But you have to, you know, you have to express what you went through. It's hard to really get hurt and that pain you're not hurting for no reason pain is the thing that's telling you that you don't want to go here again you don't want to do this again so you just have to find a way to release those feelings and express the pain that you felt so that you learn how to deal with that moving forward right so yeah i think that's a good point um you know we we really need to just get into a a good space where you allow yourselves to again feel the feelings that way you're able to even begin moving forward you know it's like putting it all putting all your cards on the table and saying this is how i really feel and and then that way now with the cards on the table you can really look at how to address it um another thing that uh i would say is is good for closure that some people tend to I guess it's iffy with some people and they say that you know to not contact your old partner or case in point try to do a check-in now people have their own mindsets toward this some people feel like they could do it regularly and it not be a problem and then some people feel like you know it's it's a horrible thing me personally my opinion on it is you know, I feel like if you're out of a situation, if it's not tied to any children or, you know, if there's not like a, you know, if you, if this is the mother of your children or the father of your children, I mean, there still needs to be some kind of connection. But, uh, but even then, like, you know, not reaching out on a regular basis. Hey, how you doing? You know, old stuff is going on in my life. Oh, tell me about it. Like that type of stuff. I think that needs to be cut. I think that personally, I think 
when you when something is done, you need to let it be done. And but then again, hey, I have a very, you know, I, I guess some people may say stiff view on it because I just you know I feel like if something's done, be done, you know. And all you do when you check back in and you're doing all of that is you're causing somebody is going to feel some kind of pain somewhere or or somebody is going to feel like maybe it's not really over, you know, and I think about myself and, you know, I've, you know, been in relationships before and I've heard the people have checked in with me or I've checked back in with them and because they talked with me, it was like, I did kind of feel like, okay, well, maybe this thing isn't really over. Come to find out, then I end up getting hurt again because it's like, well, you know what this was. You know we're done. So, you know, sometimes it's not, it's not good. You know, I think you ought to examine the situation around it and, and kind of move from there. Well, with talking to people that you were dealing with, um, especially if it was a toxic relationship, especially if you're coming away from a lot of hurt and pain. You know, I always used to tell my kids that trust, <clears throat> respect is given, trust is earned. I can respect you, but I don't have to trust you. And if you've already done enough to hurt the trust that I would have, if you've already put me through a, enough, then yeah, I'm not, you know, really trying to be in contact with you like that. I know certain people have, you know, children in relationships and right. that they have, you know, come out of it being toxic. With, but even when it comes to that, right, it's a certain level to how you're dealing with certain people to where they know that they can only come certain so far. Right. Because the moment you open that door up to someone that put that amount of pain on you, it, it's like you, you're just asking for more punishment. Now, I know right. that certain people have you know, broken up and gotten back together and broken up and gotten back together. But we're talking about those situations where, you know, it was a level of toxicity that you don't want to go back to. Right. And even in then, you have to make sure when that situation happens that there are changes being made to where the same level of pain and the same level of disrespect ain't continuing to happen in your life. So I would just say keep your peace. Yeah, but I mean, even then, you know, I think that people, even the, what you were saying, the, the going back, they tend to go back, is, you know, because, I mean, the truth of the matter is nobody wants to have notches on their belt. Nobody wants to say, man, I didn't been with this. You know, when you get in a relationship, you want to be in a relationship and you want it to work. Man. You know, so we know, I know the feeling of, like, wanting to... You know, somehow maybe you all reconnect and somehow you all can find a way to make amends. But sometimes, you know, the be it's just better to just keep moving. No, you know, we've seen people that have been married for years, you know, 10, 15, 20 years. And at a certain point, that relationship was really toxic. Yeah. And they survived that and stayed together. So I'm, I'm not just saying like, hey, uh, it can't happen because once again, you know, you can pray and God changes everything. But yeah, that's true. But you have to understand that you really don't want to be in a situation that long, suffering the way, suffering like that. Yeah, and that's and that goes into the other point of, you know, maintaining a, a strong support system with positive people. 
you know, the thing that's going to be the like a really big key is making sure that you keep positive people around you. And I don't mean like the, the, I mean like literal positive people, not people that are being positive, but in a almost uh, jokingly fashion, like they're just trying to, no, I mean people that literally are, are, are edging you to be your better self, to, you know, um, help you extract more joy out of, you know, out of situations and help you to see the joy that is there. You know, I think that is a big, 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 big thing because, you know, you, somebody that has been through something toxic or let's say you're recovering from being the person that is toxic. You know, one thing that, that can bring it all back to square one is, having a negative out view being around people that are negative or people that having negative people around you that bring either bring you back to your old ways or cause you to not get away from the situation that you just came out of because all they're bringing back up is oh you remember when this happened oh girl you remember when he said that or oh yeah oh i saw him the other day and you know what he said to me or Oh, you remember this from the past? Like some people will bring up stuff from your past knowing that it is an anchor that can hook you. You know what I'm saying? And and it, it's that's one thing I think if you're really trying to move on from someone, you got to cut. You have to cut the rope. You no anchors, no nothing. You know, I don't need no negativity. I don't need nobody remember when, you know, when he said, when she said because all that does is put you in a spiraling effect. Well, I think you just need to unfollow certain people on social media. Mm -hmm. You pick your point. team. You really pick your team. So if you're dealing with a friend that you know is on that level of toxic, if you're dealing with uh, people that you follow and they're putting out a lot of toxic energy on their pages, if you are... If somebody's calling you with a T and, and then they're calling somebody else with your T and you know where it's coming from, sometimes you just have to go ahead and cut these people off your team. There's one thing when you, there's a good thing where you have to learn to love certain people from a distance. And you know who those people are. There are certain people that I love them, I love them, I love them. But I love them from over there because they have done more gossiping, talking about me in a not nice way when I'm not around and it always comes back to you or they say oh do you know what someone so said about you or did you hear what happened to this and right. I'm not what I would call a popular person you know or whatever else so it always shocks me when I hear people are saying this and that about me but either way sometimes yeah. you just have to get your distance away from people yeah and you pick your team. You pick who you confide in. You pick who you talk to. Right. And sometimes right. you just have to move. You just have to be very, very discerning who you deal with. Um, right. And how you deal with them, what you talk to them about. Exactly. Um, you know, the, the other point that I wanted to drive home is uh, not being afraid of talking about what you've gone through. Um, and that's a big one for me because... There was one particular time in my life where, you know, I had been through an abusive relationship and had also been through a really horrible uh, marriage. And uh, I didn't want to really talk about it. I remember moments where I was just like, I just kept to myself. 
But, you know, while I was keeping to myself, I was being very hard and, and rough with myself and not kind. So that's a two-part thing. Number one, start opening up. You know, talk about some of the things you've been through because in a way, you could do it too with a therapist, you could do it with family members. You don't have to share everything, bits and pieces, so that you can start sort of airing out some of that. And then also, that, and also look at it as like a testimony. Look at it as as though, look, this is what I survived. This is what I made it through. Because quite honestly, you know, if you had somebody that was beating up on you and you made it out, you did survive. You know, if you were in a situation where somebody was every other week uh, mentally abusing you and, and, and verbally abusing you and calling you stupid and calling you every name in the book but a child of God, and you made it through that, then guess what? You are resilient, you know? So I think, you know, while it's good to talk about and air out some of those things that you've been through, it's also, you have to remember, be kind to yourself because a lot of times, you know, you get in a relationship and you get out of it and you like, man, see, I can't do nothing right. And man, I, if I, if only I did this differently, maybe if I, if I looked better, if I dressed better, maybe he would have liked me or maybe he wouldn't have done this to me. Or maybe if I had just shut my mouth, you know, he wouldn't have hit me or he wouldn't have ran off and, and, and left me and the kids or ran off and, and cheated on me. You know, maybe if I would have just been like, there's so many different scenarios you can make up in your own head. And just because you, you aren't taking the time to be kind to yourself. And, you know, I mean that to me, honestly, that's one of the biggest things that keeps people going back to familiar situations is how mean they were to themselves. What do you think about that? I think that is... I mean, do you think that's a true statement? Yeah, because some people are really tough on themselves, but it's not just a relationship. It's also, you know, you were friends with somebody at work and they were telling your business out at work or costing you a promotion or you were friends with uh, some people that went and went behind your back and was telling your boyfriend a bunch of lies about you and trying to push up on them. Yeah. You know, there are a lot of people who are dealing with problems in their life, not because of just the relationship side, but because who they actually line up and be friends with. Right. And sometimes you have to understand if you feel a certain kind of way, you need to express to these people why you're feeling a certain kind of way. It's just to that point where you just like, man, I'm just getting out this tough relationship or I was with me and this girl was friends for years and years and years and all of a sudden they started acting funny. Yeah. A lot of times it ain't all of a fun all of a sudden. Yeah, there's a lot of times it's a build and build and build. You wasn't taking notes, you wasn't paying attention, and now you're just realizing that this person is is turned toxic on you or you turn toxic to them. But sometimes you just gotta you just gotta learn how to move into that once again, get to your peace on the situation. And sometimes can I say real quick, sometimes also when we're so caught up in relationships and we're so caught up with the people that we're trying to deal with, we don't recognize relationships that are going 
down the drain around us. So we, we're we so focused on this relationship that by the time we get out of the relationship, we got more relationships that are going down the drain and have been going down the drain. And it's like, you know, it, it sometimes even that can be a bit to, to, to deal with. But again, we it's about learning how to put yourself back in a position where you're not being as toxic as the, to the toxic situations you've been a part of or maybe someone was being that way with you. You know, it's about getting back to that. And if separating yourself from a toxic situation then opens your eyes to other toxic situations, then, hey, that's a good thing. That's not a bad thing. Take note. Make good notes about it. You know, you ain't got to be ugly. You ain't got to be mean. But you, you, you act accordingly. You know, but I think that that was a good point that you brought out. Like, you know, even in friendships, you know, you see that in friendships too, where, you know, maybe that friend has double dipped and took more from the friendship than they should have given, than they could have actually given. And maybe at the same time, they end up dogging you out. You know, mm -hmm. that happens. You, you be, you notice that in certain situations, you will be doing everything right for you. And things are starting to turn around. When you start to put yourself first, and then people start calling you selfish. And people start saying, well, gee, you have to live your life for you. You have to be selfish to a certain degree to, to reach your goals and, and reach your uh, ambitions and to do the things that you feel like you're being called to do. And sometimes that involves going in the direction that not everybody agrees with. And so sometimes, yeah, you're going to be doing things, putting yourself first. You're going to be taking care of you, loving on yourself. You're going to be succeeding in areas. And, yeah. and and certain people, especially certain friends and family, we will call them, mm -hmm. or even in certain relationships, certain people get, certain people have animosity, animosity for your success. jealousies, yeah. I knew a dude that was in a relationship and his chick started, his chick got like a new, a new job and she was making a lot of money, like, uh, like four or five dollars more an hour than him, you know, a few thousand dollars a year more than he was making. And it was a good amount. And he was like, in his head, he was making comments almost for a whole year strong because she was getting promoted and moving up. And he was making comments about you know, her job not being about nothing. Like, she getting paid all this money and she ain't even doing nothing. And it's like, why would you not somebody that you're in a relationship with because they're making more money than you? Right. And he had a real big problem with her because, oh, man, she, she getting paid this money, but she ain't... I work in a factory and she out here working behind the desk getting paid and she don't even do nothing. Dude. She's bringing in money, supporting all of y'all. Like, right. you shouldn't be mad about the situation. But certain people, they can't handle somebody doing better than them, even in a relationship. And then some people, you know, I, we could flip that. There are some people that are doing very well in a relationship. And they're down in the person that isn't doing so well in the relationship. Like, like you need to get now it's no longer, it's no longer we're in a relationship. Is that you're you're out of uh, you're not in 
you know, good enough for me anymore. I make the or, money, so or, I learn everything. Or even, yeah, or, you know, um, you you depend on me. Or if, if, I wasn't, if I wasn't here, you wouldn't be able to make it without me. And even that's a backwards mindset because, you know, just because you're making more money or just because... You know, things you may be getting certain promotions and whatnot on your job. Like, nobody deserves to be belittled, whether you're making more or less. No, if you're in a relationship, it's both of you guys. You're working as a team. You're not working. It's not one person that's doing all the hustling, doing all, the, you know, all the going going to work and, and, and working real hard and coming home and handling all the bills and handling all of this. It's not one person. It's two people. And if you're in a relationship, it should be working that way. You know, and I think a lot of times we see situations where that occurs. But um, the, the last thing that I wanted to say on this is, you know, to sum it up, you know, we've talked about, you know, your emotions. We've talked about um, learning how to uh, be open about how you're feeling and we've also talked about like being kind to yourself like and the the, the topic you were talking about is self-care learning how to do things for yourself you know so the last thing that i think is important is learning how to live in the present you've gone through all the situation and this is something that i have even struggled with in the past and every now and then i find myself struggling with it um you can't go back to the past. You can't fix it. You can't. What's done is done. And sometimes it acknowledging and, and accepting, not just acknowledging, but accepting the fact that what has happened has happened is hard. So after you say it out of your mouth that, hey, I can't go back. I can't do anything different to make this situation different. Take a deep breath and let it sink in. And I think, and the reason I'm saying it this way is because this is how I've had to do it. There have been a lot of situations in my life, you know, where I wanted to go back and somehow change or maneuver either the person or what I did or what they did. Or You can't do that. But then the other thing, the opposite of that is living in the future. Because now you've been through all this pain and this hurt, and what do you want to do? Now you want to plan what's not going to happen down the road. Oh, you know what? We're not getting to this again. This ain't going to happen to me again. Oh, and then when, then when I get in another situation, I'm not going to let this happen. And you have to be careful because you don't want to live in the past, but you also don't want to keep planning on circumstances or situations to happen in the future. You have to live in the present. You have to live every day. Today, I'm going to take the day as it is. And whatever happens today, I'm going to make the best of today. I'm going to address if I need to address it. I'm going to address it today. I'm going to move forward. And that in itself is also very hard to do. Now, I would say you got to learn how to treat yourself good, man. Learn how to get yourself something that you really want. You know, if you like traveling. But that's what um, you're saying, self-care. Get on an airplane and go to a different city. I remember one time I was out of a situation and I was kind of down on myself. And 
I took a little money and drove, you know, got a rental car, drove to Memphis and stayed there a couple of nights. I took in a basketball game, came back home and I was, you know, it just helped me realize like it just getting that time to myself on the road and and it just gave me that that minute of clarity like I'm going to be all right, you know. Sometimes you just got to spend that time with yourself. It ain't got to be I'm not saying you got to go and commit yourself to a monastery and, you know, <laughs> spend three years, uh, you know, by yourself. But I'm just saying, get that little bit of time to yourself where you take your, take care of yourself. Get you something nice, man. Get you a nice little outfit. Get your uh, haircut or done or something like that. Or buy you some, buy you something nice. You know, treat yourself sometimes it's tough when you you know everything that you do always got to be with somebody or you always got to take your girls or your boys out somewhere and do no take yourself somewhere you know i got a good example of that so um after after i uh had gone through a, a really really bad uh divorce and then I went through a really bad relationship afterward um, that I, you know, I was just like, I literally got into the mindset of like, you know what, I'm just not going to deal with relationships right now. I'm just going to focus on myself. And something that I had never done ever in my life was take myself out to eat and to a movie. I had never saw a movie by myself. And this wasn't too long ago. This was... Just 2018, I had never seen a movie by myself. I had always gone with someone. And I was like, you know what? This is about me. I'm literally going to focus on treating myself. And I did just that. I went to the movie, and the movie was hilarious. I had a great time. And then afterward, I treated myself to a, a restaurant in... Um, and Clayton, uh, I went to a place called the Oceano. Uh, I had, and it wasn't it wasn't cheap either. I I spent a little a little penny in there because they're not a cheap restaurant. So you know, I treated myself just like I would like if I if someone was taking me on a date. And at the end of the day, I went home and I felt so good that I did that for myself because at the end of the day. I had to learn to be gentle with myself. I had to learn how to get back in love with the things that made my life, you know, worthwhile. You know, um, I had to get back in touch with what music and, and writing again and reading books and, and whatever it was that, that made my world go around. I had to do that. So, and that's part of what I'm saying in living in the present. Whatever it is today that you feel like you can do that it may, may be self-care for you, do it today. Right, because I think sometimes, and me as a man, sometimes we just, we get to that point where we don't want to tell, you know, we, we Klingons, we out here, we warriors, we man, we beast. But, you know, something that I took for granted, because for years, it seemed like for four years almost, I only brought clothes out of Goodwill. And when I actually went to a store and spent like, what was it, $70 on a shirt, on some shirts, some brand new shirts. Oh, you mean, you mean we went to the polo store? Yeah, when, when. Oh, no, we spent like 100, 150. Right, we spent some money. It but was I'm a lot. Saying, 
Well, and that ain't on offer certain people. Some people buy $400 shirts, but it's just a point of buying new clothes. You know, just having a new set of clothes to put on, a new set of pants to wear, you know, a brand new pair of shoes on my feet and stuff like that. And I didn't know how good, because I for so long, you just be in a work and struggling and trying to, you know, scratch out a living. But when you buy new stuff, and I know it's like, yeah, we got to pay bills, pay rent, get your money and stuff, you know, take care of business. But sometimes the most important thing is taking care of yourself because if you don't feel good yeah. and you just constantly in the drag of supporting family and friends and doing everything else for everybody else, but you don't take care of number one, only thing, you're not taking no money with you when you pass out of here. Only thing you're going to take with you is the joy that you came into, this, that you take, that you live with. Mm-hmm. And so I would want to, I would just say, man, take the time to treat yourself, man. Yeah. You stop being so hard on yourself, man. Learn how to come to grips with a lot of stuff that you've done. Look in the mirror and say, hey, I made these mistakes. I may have done this and that wrong, but I'm growing from that. And then also, I need to say this, because this is a pan- this is like this is a pandemic in itself. Is after you acknowledge these things, guys, don't hold it over your own head. Like I can think of so many times where after I did something wrong, I replayed what I did wrong a million times in my head. It's almost to the point, and I was just telling, I was just telling about here. Like, you know, it, I've noticed in my family there was a trait of, of obsessiveness. Like, you know, you know, obsessing over certain things. Like, we have this tendency to, like, if we clean, we want it, like, clean, clean. Like, like an obsessive-compulsive disorder. You know, similar, but not so full-blown. <laughs> but... Um, so I used to have this tendency of like, if I did something wrong, I was like extremely hard on myself and I would not live it down. I would be so upset with myself. And if something bad happened in my life, I would always contribute it to whatever it was that I did wrong. Even if they had nothing to do with each other, you know, and the, the thing is, it's like, we have to get out of the habit of holding ourselves you know, in contempt, you know, holding situations that are failures that we may have had, which is normal, you know, failures are normal, mistakes are normal, but holding it over our heads as if, you know, we're whipping ourselves across the back with our mistakes. Stop doing that. We have to stop doing that. And the thing is, is is like, you know, when you, when you've stopped doing that to yourself, when you've become gotten to a place where you're being kind with yourself, you know, and you know when you're actually literally beating yourself with your mistakes because for some reason you'll never get over what you did. You'll never get over, you know, why I stayed so long. You'll never get over why I allowed this person to, you know what I'm saying? And it just builds and builds and builds till you put yourself in a situation of anxiety, maybe depression. All of that because you won't take yourself off the hook. It's okay to say, you know what, I made a mistake, but guess what? I forgive me. I forgive myself. 
you know, that is a big thing. And I, I struggled with that at one point. And every now and then I struggle with it. You know, when I think of certain things in my past or certain things that may have happened to me, I had to literally forgive myself and, and say, Erica, it was, if it was my fault, Erica, it was your fault, but move on. And if it wasn't my fault, I had to say, Erica, it wasn't your fault. You don't have to feel this guilt and move on <laughs> and, you, and move on. So... All right, well, we can go ahead and um, wrap up there. There's a few uh, housekeeping we're going to, a few pieces of housekeeping we're going to do. Um, of course, we're going to, uh, coming up soon, we're going to discuss the Cowboy Bebop live action. Yes. Now that we know that they've been canceled after just the first season. Um, rest in peace, live action Cowboy Bebop. Yeah, what y'all think about that? Um, so we'll discuss that. Um this weekend, I will give my thoughts on the big uh, CEO gaming tournament, especially from the uh, the Tekken side of you. America stood up and took her business uh, for the most part. Um, so I will be discussing the big video game tournament. And then we'll be discussing the uh, couple of fights that are kind of coming down the pipeline as well. So we'll do a sports a topic with that to kind of even that out. Um, was there anything else you had to add, ma'am? Well, there was not. I just think that uh, I just I hope everyone has a really good evening. I hope that this podcast tonight really helps somebody. It really uh, opens your eyes to something. And the truth, truth be told, I'll say this: is it is it's the holidays. It's Christmas time, and you know, I know for some this is a hard time of year because you've lost loved ones, you've lost family members. It may be hard for some because you may be alone, you may not have any family. So this is not a time for, you know, being harsh to yourselves. You know, this is not a time to uh, attach any anybody that's on any toxic behavior to yourselves. If you got to get free, get free. But I hope that this podcast and the other podcasts have shined some light on situations maybe in your life or a friend's life. And I also just want to say, try Jesus. I know it's a, you know, something people say sar sarcastically is in try Jesus no, and not me. Thing. No, but I'm saying try Jesus. Like literally, you know, a lot of people are going through a lot of stuff, a lot of struggles, and a lot of people are having issues with life. In general, they don't know where to turn or who to go to. And sometimes the, the medication and everything that people be on is too strong or you just don't know. And I'm not sitting here telling you, hey, man, um, don't don't listen to nobody, medical advice or anything. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying just, you know, try Jesus, find a local church, um, make yourself at home. Yeah. See what happens because, you know, we all can do things better together. We all can help each other out together. Somebody's testimony may help you. You know, the word, you might find strength and inspiration there. Just try Jesus, man. I know we all talk about everything else and we talk about the fights and this and talk about all the dramas. You need to hear me, especially between me and my wife, because we're so active in the church all the time. Yeah. Try Jesus, man. Just take try. some time, pray, 
You know, if you don't know how to pray, learn how to pray. Yeah. You know, and just take some time to really, you know, pray and talk to God. You know, prayer is communication with God. So just talk to him, tell him what's going on, you know, uh, take some time, watch yourself a good movie, cozy up on the couch, drink yourself some cocoa or something nice. Um, but do what you need to do for you. Again, I thank you guys. Uh, new listeners, old listeners, we thank you all for tuning in to us. Uh, we know you don't have to. We know you could be doing other things, but we appreciate happy it. you're here with us. We are happy. <laughs> well, good night and God bless once again, and everybody have a great night.